I wasn't told that. The podcast that delves into the hidden truths and untold stories that have been kept from us. I'm your host, Eric, and today we have an electrifying topic to explore. The Roswell Incident. Prepare to have your mind blown as we peel back the layers of secrecy surrounding one of the most notorious events in UFO lore. In July 1947, a rancher named Mac Brazel discovered debris scattered across his property, located in the desert near Roswell, New Mexico. The debris consisted of strange, lightweight materials, metallic fragments, and flexible beams. Brazel reported the discovery to local authorities, who subsequently contacted the nearby Roswell Army Airfield. The initial response from the military indicated that a flying disc had been recovered. Major Jesse Marcel, an intelligence officer at the Roswell Army Airfield, examined the debris and described it as being unlike anything he had ever seen. Marcel claimed that the material was incredibly strong and lightweight, and it possessed unusual properties. Shortly after the initial reports, the military changed its official statement, stating that the recovered debris was, in fact, a weather balloon and not a flying disc. This sudden reversal sparked controversy and fueled speculation that the government was attempting to cover up evidence of an extraterrestrial spacecraft crash. Eyewitnesses in Roswell and surrounding areas reported seeing strange lights in the sky around the time of the crash. Some individuals claimed to have seen a disc-shaped craft in the vicinity before it allegedly crashed. Additionally, there were accounts of military personnel recovering bodies at the crash site, described as small with unusual features. The Roswell incident faded into relative obscurity for several decades until the late 1970s when researcher Stanton Friedman and others began reinvestigating the case. They interviewed witnesses, collected testimonies, and examined declassified government documents related to the incident. The theories surrounding the Roswell incident can be broadly categorized into two main hypotheses. Extraterrestrial theory. This theory suggests that what crashed in Roswell was an extraterrestrial spacecraft. Supporters argue that the government engaged in a cover-up to conceal evidence of contact with intelligent beings from another world. They point to witness testimonies of recovered alien bodies and the unusual characteristics of the debris as supporting evidence. Government Experiment Hypothesis Skeptics propose that the Roswell incident involved a classified military project or experimental aircraft. They argue that the recovered debris was part of such a project, and the government's weather balloon explanation was a deliberate misdirection to hide their own advanced technology. Project Mogul This theory suggests that the crash was related to Project Mogul, a top-secret government project that aimed to monitor Soviet nuclear testing using high-altitude balloons. Supporters argue that the debris found in Roswell was from these experimental balloons, not from an alien spacecraft. Hybrid theory. This theory combines elements of different hypotheses, suggesting that the crash involved both extraterrestrial technology and government experimentation. Supporters argue that the recovered debris may have been from an extraterrestrial craft, while the military's subsequent actions were focused on concealing their own classified activities. For the extraterrestrial theory, eyewitness testimonies, numerous witnesses have come forward, claiming to have seen a crashed extraterrestrial spacecraft and recovered alien bodies. Their consistent descriptions and accounts lend credibility to the idea that something otherworldly occurred in Roswell. Sergeant Melvin Brown was on site during the mission to recover the debris from the crash site. He was told not to look under a tarp, but his curiosity got the best of him. 
When he peeked, he claimed he saw two alien bodies. The government has always denied his claims, but Brown is far from the only person to say they saw extraterrestrial beings recovered from Roswell. Sheriff Jess Slaughter and his deputy, Charles Fogus, heard police radio reports of a crashed aircraft in early July 1947 and decided to investigate. When they came across the site, the pair saw alien bodies being loaded onto trucks, Mr. Fogus says in a 1999 interview that's never been made public before. The bodies must have been five feet tall, he explains. I saw the legs and feet on some of them. They looked like our feet. The skin was a brownish color, like they were in the sun too long. There were soldiers there, about 300 or 400 of them. Major Jesse Marcel, head intelligence officer at the Roswell Army Airfield, investigated and recovered some of the debris from the Roswell UFO site in 1947, a long hidden diary belonging to a U.S. intelligence officer, has rekindled research into the Roswell incident. When a mysterious object slammed into the desert near the Roswell Army Airfield, RAF, in July 1947, Major Jesse Marcel, an RAAF intelligence officer, was sent to supervise collection of the debris. A press officer at the RAAF issued a statement on July 8th describing the crash and recovery of a flying disc, which many interpreted as evidence of alien contact. But the next day, another Army official told reporters that RAAF officers had recovered a weather balloon, not a flying saucer. Major Jesse Marcel was a leading claimant. He had helped retrieve the wreckage, but in time began to make self-contradictory and inflated assertions about the amount of debris and its properties. He said that while the sticks resembled balsa, they were not wood at all and had some sort of hieroglyphics on them that nobody could decipher. Actually, those were only little floral designs on the tape. And of the metal, he said it was like tinfoil, except that it wasn't tinfoil. Unfortunately for his credibility, Marcel also made false claims about himself, that he had a college degree, had been a pilot in World War II, who had received five air medals for shooting down enemy aircraft, and other falsehoods. However, his comments about the tinfoil-like material deserved further study. Major Marcel stated, over three decades later in 1979, that the metal was exceedingly thin. It was possible to flex this stuff back and forth, even to wrinkle it, but you could not put a crease in it that would stay, nor could you dent it at all, not even with a sledgehammer. I would almost have to describe it as a metal with plastic properties, Mac. Brazel, who actually found the wreckage, had a son Bill who echoed Major Marcel's description. According to Bill Brazel, over the years he would pick up little pieces of the strange metal in the vicinity of the original debris. He described this as several bits of a metal-like substance, something on the order of tinfoil except that this stuff wouldn't tear and was actually a bit darker in color than tinfoil, more like lead foil, except very thin and extremely lightweight. The odd thing about this foil was that you could wrinkle it and lay it back down and it immediately resumed its original shape. It was quite pliable, yet you couldn't crease or bend it like ordinary metal. It was almost more like a plastic of some sort, except that it was definitely metallic in nature. Gerald Anderson, a former military police officer stationed at Roswell Army. Airfield in 1947 claimed to have witnessed the transport of a large, sealed metal container from the base to Fort Worth, Texas. Anderson stated that he was instructed not to talk about what he saw, adding to the secrecy surrounding the incident. However, skeptics offer an alternative theory. 
that the Roswell incident was not an encounter with extraterrestrial beings, but rather a result of classified military experiments. They argue that the recovered debris was part of a top-secret project or experimental aircraft, and the government's weather balloon explanation was a cover story to divert attention from their own advanced technologies. The government has a documented history of conducting classified projects and experiments, often involving advanced technologies. It is plausible to consider that the Roswell incident may have been related to one of these secretive initiatives, with the recovered debris being part of a government experiment that was not meant to be disclosed to the public. Skeptics argue that the government's initial assertion that the debris was from a weather balloon and subsequent change in explanation to a mogul balloon raised suspicions. This sudden shift in the official narrative suggests a deliberate attempt to obfuscate the truth and divert attention from the true nature of the crash. Despite decades of research, no concrete evidence of extraterrestrial life or technology has been definitively linked to the Roswell incident. The absence of irrefutable proof supports the possibility that the crash involved terrestrial origins, potentially connected to a classified military program. The level of secrecy and the effort put into covering up the incident indicates that there was more at stake than simply a crashed weather balloon. If the government had nothing to hide, it is unlikely they would have gone to such lengths to conceal the true nature of the event. The recovered debris was described as having unusual characteristics, such as being lightweight, strong, and possessing properties not typical of conventional aircraft or weather balloons. This aligns with the possibility of the wreckage being associated with advanced military technologies or experimental aircraft, rather than extraterrestrial origin. During the post-World War II era, there was heightened concern about national security, especially regarding the Soviet Union. It is plausible that the government may have been involved in secretive projects aimed at gaining a military advantage or conducting reconnaissance. The Roswell incident could have been a classified operation inadvertently exposed to the public, necessitating the cover-up. Project Mogul's existence. Project Mogul was a real top-secret government project that aimed to monitor Soviet nuclear testing using high-altitude balloons equipped with sensitive listening devices. It is a well-documented program that was active during the time of the Roswell incident, lending credibility to the theory that the crash may have involved a Mogul balloon, characteristics of the debris. Supporters of the Mogul balloon hypothesis argue that the debris recovered in Roswell matches the materials used in the construction of Project Mogul's balloon trains. The lightweight, thin, and metallic characteristics of the wreckage align with the materials used in Mogul balloons, including the distinctive tin foil described by witnesses. Weather balloon misidentification. The initial official explanation of the crash as a weather balloon was not entirely incorrect. Project Mogul balloons were, in fact, designed to be launched as part of weather research. The confusion and subsequent change in the explanation could be attributed to the sensitive nature of the project, leading to a cover-up to protect national security interests. Witnesses and Testimonies Some eyewitnesses in Roswell reported seeing balloon debris at the crash site. Their descriptions of the materials and structures align with those used in Project Mogul. While witness testimonies should be critically evaluated, the presence of accounts describing balloon-like debris supports the mogul balloon hypothesis, lack of extraterrestrial evidence. Despite the extensive investigations and claims surrounding the Roswell incident, no concrete evidence of extraterrestrial technology or beings has been presented. 
The absence of definitive extraterrestrial evidence lends credibility to alternative explanations, such as the mogul balloon hypothesis, military involvement and secrecy, the immediate military response and subsequent censorship surrounding the Roswell incident can be attributed to the classified nature of Project Mogul. The government's secrecy and reluctance to disclose information may have been driven by a desire to protect sensitive surveillance technology and intelligence gathering methods, anomalous debris, and advanced technology. Proponents of the hybrid theory argue that the recovered debris exhibited characteristics that were both unconventional and technologically advanced. They suggest that while some of the wreckage may have been from a classified military experiment or project, certain aspects of the debris could point to extraterrestrial origin. The presence of unusual materials and properties could indicate a hybridization of terrestrial and alien technology. Eyewitness testimonies of unusual beings. Witnesses who claim to have seen bodies at the crash site have described them as having features that differ significantly from human anatomy. Supporters of the hybrid theory propose that these accounts may indicate the presence of extraterrestrial beings. They argue that while some witnesses may have observed military personnel involved in the recovery operation, others may have encountered non-human entities, suggesting a hybridization of human and alien involvement. Government's Shifting Explanations The government's initial explanation of a crashed disk, followed by the weather balloon cover-up, raises questions about the true nature of the incident. Proponents of the hybrid theory argue that the government's conflicting statements may be an attempt to conceal both the involvement of classified military projects and evidence of extraterrestrial contact. They suggest that a hybrid theory could provide a plausible explanation for the varying narratives national security concerns and secrecy. The post-World War II era was marked by intense national security concerns and the race for advanced technology. Supporters of the hybrid theory argue that the government may have been involved in classified projects aimed at harnessing both terrestrial and extraterrestrial technology. The secrecy surrounding the incident may have been driven by the need to protect these classified programs and maintain a technological advantage. Lack of definitive evidence. The absence of conclusive evidence supporting any single hypothesis allows for the consideration of a hybrid scenario. Proponents of the hybrid theory argue that the lack of irrefutable proof for either a purely extraterrestrial event or a solely government experiment leaves room for the possibility that both elements are intertwined in the Roswell incident. Before we conclude this episode, let's take a moment to reflect on what we've explored today. The Roswell incident continues to captivate us, stirring questions about our place in the universe and the possibility of other intelligent life forms, whether it was a genuine extraterrestrial encounter, a government experiment, or something else entirely. The Roswell incident remains an enigma waiting to be deciphered. That wraps up this episode of I Wasn't Told That. Join us next time as we continue to unearth hidden truths and untold stories. Remember, the answers we seek are often obscured, but our quest for knowledge is relentless. Until next time, keep questioning, keep seeking, and remember, you weren't always told that.